You're listening to Ask Dr. E, where Dr. Michael Easley answers your biblical or theological questions in 10 minutes or less. Today's question is, is there a biblical argument for Christians to use self-defense? Hannah, I'm going to say on the front end, I have a four-page message outline that I gave called yeah. a Theology of Defense, and we will clean it up and put it in a format that they can put in the show notes and they can click on it. Okay? Uh-huh. That's my commitment to it. you. All right. So, number one, when Adam fell, he fell far. And so we have Cain and Abel are born, and Cain, of course, murders his brother. And out from the ground, you know, God basically says there's consequences of this. And he marks him, and he's going to be a vagrant and a wanderer. And Cain complains, and he says, the punishment is too great. Hmm. Why am I bringing this up? There was a murder that yeah. happened, okay? And he says, therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance will be on him sevenfold. And the Lord appointed a sign on Cain that no one finding him to slay. Now, I have no idea what that sign was, but the point is, God's saying, if you murder this again, there's a sevenfold What does it even mean, though, a sevenfold consequence? So in the Old Testament, seven is like the maximum. Okay. So I'll tell you one thing about pride. No, seven about pride. It's a way of structurally illustrating really this extreme. is really bad. <laughs> well, and it's like when Peter says to Jesus, how often of seven times? Like that's so many. Yeah. So it's just like we would say a hundred times. Yeah. You know, it's just, okay. More to it than that, but that's what, yeah, a bajillion. A good trillion. Okay. So then Cain's fifth son is named Lemek. Yep. And Lemek says to his wives, this guy had to be a great guy. Ada and Zilha said, listen to my voice. You wives of Lemek, give heed to my speech. I've killed a man for wounding me and a boy for striking me. If Cain is avenged sevenfold, Lemek 77 fold. Okay. So we got this hubris <laughs> building, all right? Now, I think about this. By this time, we've had a murder and consequences, and God's saying, you can't do this. Yeah. Now, I won't take you through the whole thing, but then the next one is Genesis 6. We have this phrase that man does only evil continually. Yep. I preach a sermon called only evil all the time. Matthew chapter 5, Jesus says, turn the other cheek. Right. Don't resist an evil person. Slaps you on the right cheek, turn him the other one also. Wants to sue you for your shirt, give him your coat too. We say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I got to, you know, I just roll over and play the pacifist. We have what's called lex talionis or talionic justice, means the justice was equal to the injury suffered. Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, okay? So that comes from Judaism. By the time we get into the New Testament, we've got a lot of issues to deal with. The insults Jesus talks about, take your shirt, forces you to go to mile, you do all those things. To acquiesce to violence was to avoid personal harm. Mm-hmm. So with keep that in mind. He wasn't just saying, let him abuse you. It was right. to avoid personal harm. The slap, when he talks about slapping with an open hand, uh-huh. that's probably a personal insult more than a physical punch. Okay. So we have to look at these things carefully. Let's go back a little bit and talk about shepherds and the role of shepherding. Throughout the Bible, God put shepherds in place to protect his people. And there were many times that people fled or escaped danger, but there were other times they had to fight. Mm-hmm. For example, David's going to flee Saul. Paul is going to flee those who try to kill him in mm-hmm. 2 Corinthians chapter mm-hmm. 11. Jesus slipped away from the synagogue when they were going to toss him off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Jesus hid when they were going to try and stone him. Mm-hmm. He eluded their grasp. So there's a time when you get out of danger's way. Yeah. Okay. But we're also told 
to prepare to defend ourselves. Mm -hmm. David, when he's fleeing, he assembles a group, basically a security force. Mm -hmm. In chapter 22 of Samuel, he says, remember Dog the Edomite? He was the guy that killed 85 priests. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. And they said, we got to prepare for this. The whole book of Judges was because Israel failed to fight the fights God told them to fight. Mm -hmm. There's some pretty unpopular teaching in there where they were commanded to wipe out a whole people group. Mm-hmm. Oh, how can that's that's you know genocide? Luke chapter twenty-two. He said to him, "Lord, I am ready to go both to prison and to death." And he said to him, "Peter, the rooster will not crow today until you deny me three times." Yep. And you know the story. And then he says, "Whoever has no sword, sell his coat and buy one." Mm-hmm. So there was mm-hmm. a time that there was, you know, you were to defend and to use a weapon as a deterrent, mm-hmm. and the whole sword on the hip was like being in ready condition. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about shepherding God's flock for just a minute. Romans 13, we're under the laws of our land. Romans 13 says you submit to the law of land. Well, many states have the right to bear arms. Many states have a Second Amendment, and you have the privilege to do that if you want to do that. Okay. You have to be law-abiding. Right. You can't be a vigilante. Right. Uh, murder, is, by definition, is premeditated. Yep. It can be as a result of attempting to something to do else, and a person is inadvertently killed, yep. but it's still degrees of murder. But we're told to shepherd God's flock. Ezekiel 34 is a chilling passage. You know, he mentions a rod and a staff. Mm-hmm. Those were offensive weapons. And then finally, I'll end with this. This is Act 20, where... Paul is about to leave. It's a very emotional scene. The elders are all crying because he's leaving. He says, be on guard for yourselves and your flock, among which the Holy Spirit made you overseers, to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. I know after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. And from among your own selves, men will arise speaking perverse things Mm -hmm. to draw away the disciples after them. Mm -hmm. Therefore, be on the alert. Remember, night and day for three years, I did not cease to admonish you with tears. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace to build you up and give you an inheritance among all who are sanctified, to be on guard, to care, to concern, not sparing the flock. So there's a whole lot of places in the New Testament where we can say the shepherd was to defend the flock. And I said, finally, John 10, 11, I'm the good shepherd. I lay down my life for the sheep. He's a hired hand and not a shepherd. He runs away, basically. That's the story. So I think there's good grounds to say, am I willing to take a life to prevent something? Mm-hmm. And I can't answer that question for anyone else. I know as a pastor of a church, I've often said, if something happened in the children's Sunday school classes or learning center, whatever you call it, and there was a gunman in there mm-hmm. shooting people, and you had a weapon or you had a baseball bat, mm-hmm. what would you do? Would you mm-hmm. sit there and let all those children and parents be shot, or would mm-hmm. you go try to stop it? Mm-hmm. So there's a place for just war, there's a place for just defense, and there's a place where our number one, avoid it. Get out of there. Sure, sure. Did I get close? That's a wrap. <laughs> If you've got a question for Ask Dr. E, call us or text us or email us. Ask Dr. E is part of the Michael Easley in Context ministry. You can find more shows and biblical resources at michaelincontext.com. Ask Dr. E is produced by me, Hannah Seymour, mixed and mastered by Sonamorphic, and music composed by Jason Germain.